Hey guys, I'm back. Look, I actually recorded twice <laughs> my review for Ready to Love, the season finale. And I, I every time I record it and I, you know, I, I get ready to upload it, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot this point. I forgot that point. So I got to roll down some of my points so I try to remember everything. And then there were some things I think I needed to add just to make it clear about where I stand with the show and all of that. Now, I do like the show. However, these last two seasons, um, the Potomac and then the DC, DC and then Potomac, not good at all. I feel like it lost a lot of luster when it came to the end. I feel like going through their process was very, it was so obvious that it was produced. Now it's a reality TV show. So of course it's going to be produced. Okay. But it shouldn't be so obvious. And he, these two fran uh, uh, franchises, the DC and Potomac versions, were very obvious in the production. Uh, I'll give you an example. So in this last season, uh, Tina obviously was not interested in, in moving forward. But what was stated was Tommy came by the resort and said, oh, Tina is having car problems, so she's going to be a little late. Then we hear that Tina actually didn't have car problems. She just didn't want to be there. Then we hear Tina say, oh, I actually was already there, but they kept me hidden away. And the storyline was to make it appear as though I was not trying to be there. So they came up with different stories, you know, car problem. Uh, Tina couldn't say that she wanted to quit. So she had to pretend as though she wanted to be there, but not really want to be there. It, again, the it forced produced storyline that was too obvious because there was inconsistencies. Um, her not showing up, you know, Tommy's like, oh, I was at this um, spot to talk to her about her moving on with the show or not. And she's standing him up. I don't even think they even set up. I think they just put that in there to make it look more with the storyline of Tina Ghost and folks. So that was that situation. Now, as we move forward in the process, we got down to our last four individuals that I don't even think should have made it to the to the end. And I, it, it's very confusing to the viewers. Are we working to get to the end or are we working to actually find someone that maybe we can move forward and pursue this dating and get it to understand each other at a slower pace? Because we know this show everything's done at lightning speed. I mean, you're spending eight and 12 hours a day, you know, filming. So with that being said, the only two that seemed to fit that mold was Clifton and Joy. So when they got to them at the end, you know, uh, Tommy was like, you know, the women need to introduce the guys to their families. And again, the, 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 the situation about introducing someone that you're dating to your family, most people don't do that right away. Usually you've been dating for a few months before you start bringing around the individual to your families. Usually, I think within a few weeks and saying, hey, I'm dating this person. What do you think? It's a little too soon. And it seems unrealistic in my opinion, but you know, neither here or there. That's how this, 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 this is, that's how they, have it set up. I don't have an issue with you meeting friends. Um, 
Uh, I I didn't even have a problem with the exes too much. Um, that was kind of a. I feel like if you if if the, I feel like this if the if the individual would like to introduce this person to their ex, it should be based on there should be a segment of well this week we're gonna let you choose who you want to introduce your significant or the person you're dating or whatever to. It could be an ex, it could be a family member, whatever the case may be. If someone were to bring their ex, because let's say they have children or a child and their ex is a good friend of theirs at this point, maybe they want them to talk to their ex. I can see that. Okay. But anyway, so Clifton and Joy, they meet up with uh, Joy's sister, very beautiful young lady. She was quite taken aback by Clifton. She likes uh, his voice quite a bit. And uh, you know, he has a very deep voice. So the conversation was pretty easy. Her sister said, look, Joy is gone six months out the year. We know Joy's a singer. She's going to be in Mexico. And she said, how do you feel about that? You know, what is your take on it? I liked Clifton's answer. Clifton said, look, I actually don't like it. (laughs) You know, I prefer to be around and to be able to contact and touch a person and be around a person in person when I'm dating them. You know, long distance, that ain't my thing. However... You know, in the time that I've been with Joy, uh, yeah, with Joy, I feel as though I'm willing to try to figure out a way to work this out. And I feel that was a genuine answer. I felt like he was genuine. I feel like they will figure out a way to make it work. I mean, flying from D.C. to Mexico and vice versa. I mean, hey, it's going to be a little costly, but they're going to rack up frequent flyer miles. So I'm cool with that. So that went well. Needless to say, when they got to the end and, and when it came down to if they were going to choose each other, they did. Okay. And it was cute. Um, Donovan and Carmen. I didn't see this one coming. I really, really thought that Carmen, I felt like Carmen was really featuring as far as a romantic relationship with Eric. And I actually thought she might've kind of liked Paul to a certain point until Paul showed his, you know, really showed his true colors. Because I st- I really believe that Paul did tell Carmen how he wasn't attracted to Dakia. I really think Paul said that. I don't think that Paul, Dakia doesn't seem to be the type. You know, Dakia is very well-rounded. Uh, she's grounded. She's a little more conservative. That ain't his type. Carmen is his type, okay? He likes women that are a little more flashy, you know, a little bit more, um extroverted if you will uh willing to show a little skin youthful you know that's what he likes because he was looking at tina and tina i'm like why would you be bothered looking at tina she ain't looking at you she's 31 years old why would she want 40 well i mean not to say ages you know but okay but i can see the kind that he likes that's that's just what it appeared to be all opinions okay so anyway carmen brings her parents her mom is a pastor or minister, and her father's an ex-Marine. And dad was coming out with the real questions. Dad was not playing with Donovan. Dad was like, look, so you stepped out on your wife. Why would you think now you can be honest with my daughter? You know, and, and Donovan was like, well, I took vows and this and they said, yeah, you did take vows and you broke those vows. So I'm not under, you're not convincing me that you a changed person. So I'm going to need to understand what's going on. I didn't mind dad asking that because those are fair questions. Like you, 
want to date my daughter. I don't want you to hurt my daughter. And that's exactly what dad was letting it be known. Like, I don't want you to hurt my daughter. If you can't hold on to your vows, it makes me look at you and question you. That's where dad was coming from. Mom was concerned about his faith. Um, you know, and, and Donovan said, well, I, you know, I, I was raised Catholic. I'm, I consider, he said, I'm not a very religious person. That means he don't really go to church every day uh, or every Sunday uh, usually, but he is a Christian. And so mom was okay with that answer. She didn't seem to have an issue with that. Um, from what I can tell, looking at Instagram, Donovan and, and Carmen are still friends. I didn't get the impression that they're dating. Well, they might be. They're still cool. They're still hanging out. They're still taking pictures together. So maybe they are. They look cute together. They they do. Carmen seems to like him. Hey, it seems to be working out positively. So that was a surprise. That that was something that I did not expect. Uh, but there is chemistry there, just like there's chemistry with Joy and Clifton. There's chemistry with Donovan and Carmen. You know, they physically like each other. I think they also intellectually see it for each other. I think they, they can they can make things work. So kudos to them. So of course, when it got down to the end, they chose each other. Great. Our final couple of the season, or pairing, because I can't call them a couple, is Paul and Dakia. This was the worst thing. They really didn't need to even do this. The, the, the fact that producers, now this is another example of where we can see this was a forced situation. Neither one was checking for each other, okay? There was no chemistry. Um, Paul was, when they were at the resort, Paul was like, well, since Tina not here, and Carmen basically, you know, I, I really am not checking for Carmen as much as I'm, um, she's not, because he was kind of ghosting Carmen to me. Like Carmen was trying to talk to Paul, and Carmen was rubbing his head while he was eating a salad. Paul was like, girl, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to feature you right now. So I got the impression Paul was over Carmen. Okay. I got that impression. So he really didn't have a connection. And the kid did not have a connection. She really liked Clifton. She really wanted to see where it was going to go with Clifton. And as obvious as it was, she still needed Clifton to explicitly tell her it's over or I'm, I choose joy and there, you know, there it is. Okay. I don't know why I had to, uh, all right, nonetheless. So she was pretty upset. I think she really wanted a chance with Clifton, but he had made his choice. Um, so there was no one else there. She should have politely just left. If we're really looking at connections, there was no connect. The joy, I'm not joy. Um, the kid didn't have a connection. She didn't have with Clifton. She, I don't even think she went out with Tori when he was there because he was at the resort briefly. She never, I don't think, even looked at Demetrius. She didn't look at Paul. So it was kind of like, why are we here? Why are we here? And I felt like realistically. Once she saw what's going on with Clifton and Joy and confirmed what she, you know, everything, she should have just said, you know what, I'm going to walk away because I just don't have anyone else that I'm remotely interested in. But she didn't. Her and Paul, they have a great conversation. Paul is telling Dakia everything that she wants to hear because her feelings were hurt. They go out and they have a, a, another date. 
And they both say in their confessionals, I'm not so sure that this is a real connection. I don't quite see the chemistry. They say it exactly the way I'm saying it, but. And then when we get to this meetup, the, you know, the final meetup for the season, and Takia brings her brother and mom. Mom looked just like Takia, okay? Just like shaped like her, everything. Mom and brother, didn't, uh, for me, to me, didn't appear to be that impressed with Paul, okay? And I can understand because we find out Paul is 48. We find out Paul has been married. He was married for, I think, 11 or 12 years. We find out that he has a set of twin daughters that are 27. And uh, age alone just lets you know, wow, you know, he's at a different place in his life. He's been married. He has adult children. And why would he want to get with this woman who's never had children, never been married? It's just not a match. And the mom was like, you know, how do you feel about having children? Because I really want to have grandkids. And that's when Paul mentioned about the, the, his twin daughters. And so mom is like, so, okay, that's still not answering my question. But the brother was like, well, it answers mine because you old, dude, and your daughters are just a year younger than me. So I didn't think they were impressed with Paul. I think they, I don't think they disliked Paul. I just don't think they felt like Paul was the right fit for the Kia, and they were absolutely correct. So then they get ready, you know, Paul gets ready to leave. And he does the whole church hug. Well, they both do a church hug. It's like you a pat on the back type situation. You don't really get that close. You don't even, you barely touch. So it was just obvious. That that's a no. So of course we get to the end and Paul goes first and Paul's like, well, I choose me. Ugh. Ugh. I hated that for Dakia. Not that I want her to be with Paul, but I hate that she had to it, it came across like paul was dumping her that's the way it looked that's the optics of it all but you know she was fine with it she didn't want paul anyway i just felt like they, these two shouldn't have been at the end they just I, I just felt like the the producers wanted to have three couples to have some sort of drama knowing these two ain't gonna be together knowing they're not gonna select each other knowing it ain't working out <laughs> but here's the thing what I think they need to do for subsequent seasons for one we need to see more time with the group together in one space the resort was my favorite season it was the first season I watched okay and I like the fact that they were at this resort and we got a chance to see them interact with different activities and just in different scenarios, but everybody was around everybody. And I know that's not a natural dating environment. I get it. But for the purposes of the viewer and the show, I think that, because it's a reality TV show, let's, let's make that clear. I think that it made sense for them to be together. We can kind of see the different interactions. We can kind of pick up on who's liking whom easier than the setup dates, you know, that's, and we know that the dates are set up on the, when they, when they with the result, but it just seems like we got to, we got a chance to see a little bit more of the togetherness than we did on the other seasons. So I think they should start off at a resort. I don't think anyone should get eliminated on the first night. Cause you're not, I mean, come on. I think that the first 
two, three weeks should be in a resort-like setting and the, or resort setting. And then, and it could be the course of shooting for the course of four or five days or seven. Let's say they do a whole week at this resort. Because a whole of shooting a whole week can look like two, three days, you know. So they do that. And then the last couple of weeks is in the real world setting. So we can kind of see how they adjust when they come home and they meet the families or all that. You know, I, I just feel like this setup is just not working. Uh, it, it just feels too produced and they need to remove that element of it's a produced show and make it appear to be more uh, relaxed and more natural. So that's just my suggestion. Um, I will see, I, I heard that the next season was in Miami, I think. But at any rate, I will check it out. Talk to you guys later. Peace.